What's going on, everyone? Kaneda here with Chris Griffin and Jamie. We are the Honesty Nerds. And honestly, are you loving Falcon and the Winter Soldier yet? We are now halfway through the series. What are your thoughts? Do you want a second season? Let us know in the comments for a chance to win a year Disney Plus subscription. We are going to have our comic book experts break everything down and give their predictions for what may come and what changes have been made to the characters. But as always, we will keep it honest. And honestly, if you enjoy the conversation, please give us a like and subscribe to the channel and help us with that YouTube algorithm. Now, in this episode, we find our dynamic duo have an unlikely team up with Zemo and even Sharon Carter. And now we see the power poker is giving people powers. So we're just going to jump straight into this. We're talking spoilers, so be prepared. Griffin, what did you think of this episode? So... I liked this episode. Uh, I think largely it works. Uh, it really kind of reinforces that buddy cop thing. Uh, I enjoyed Sharon Carter's uh, bit. I liked that they picked her thread up and that there were consequences for having helped them before. Uh, uh, the Zemo stuff did not, the setup did not work for me. Mm. Uh, it doesn't track that, that, they would be that willing to break out someone like Zemo off of information I assume other people could have gotten. Because if he could get through all that stuff while in prison, I just feel like... No, 100%. <laughs> there's, other, there's other people. You have access to, like, all of the smartest people in the world and all their computers. Did yeah. you get Ocean Eleven vibes, too? I was t telling that, like... Um, yeah, yeah. Canada, when we were watching it, like the whole breakout scene was like when Clooney and Pitt are like explaining their their heist, you know, like it's it's happening, but it's not really happening. Like I'm in. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, other than that, like I, I it, that had to happen somehow. I yeah. didn't expect them to be buddies. Sure. Uh, we can say that the purple mask thing isn't an homage to the Avengers. Yeah, we can that, like throw that away. The Thanos theory has kind of got kiboshed. So, yeah, I it's I'm interested to see where the next three episodes go. Is I guess where mm -hmm. I'll end. Okay. All right, Chris. What are your thoughts? Um, I I mean I, I I can understand the the points that Griffin was laying out about them approaching Zemo and bringing him out. Um, like a whole prison break thing probably would have taken a whole episode. So mm. I understand why they had to sort of give us a Cliff Notes version of it. But I, I did like the way that they kind of brought in Baron Zemo in like, as, like more aspects of the comics Zemo into this, not just the mass, the fact that he's Baron Zemo, like he comes from a family of wealth and privilege. That's something that like, it's not, dismissed or like 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 completely eliminated in age of ultron but it, in age of ultron you're left to believe that he's just like an average like soldier guy um but you never see his house you never see mm. his family you never see any of that it's all coming from like little bits about him and like a, a voicemail message that he's listening to so i thought that was cool i thought that was it, it reminded me sort of like how they retconned wanda a little bit with the stark missile um, so like Zemo is getting on the plane and he's explaining like, you know, how wealth has been in his family and blah, 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 blah. Like, I, I thought that was a cool way to kind of pull in more of comic book to Zemo, hmm. um, and expand upon the Zemo that we, we already know. So you think they had that plan when they came, when they wrote Civil War? No. 
I don't think they did. I, I, think, I think they intentionally left the door open. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, exactly, Griff. I think they they intentionally left the door open, just like they did with Wanda too. You know, like with telling Wanda's story, that that in Age of Ultron, that leaves it in a place where you can revisit it, mm. in 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 a you know from a different point of view. You know, and like Simo <laughs> is the only main villain from a Marvel movie that hasn't died that I can think of. Yeah. Yeah, the, that's Marvel has a bad uh, track record with that. <laughs> um, so it leads me to believe that they had some plans for the character. Yeah, hmm. yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. Madripoor, I love getting to see Madripoor. Um, yeah, that's cool. It's like getting to see Wakanda. You know, it's just it's another area of the Marvel universe that we're going to be visiting for a while now, and it it it's it's a wealth of source material for characters that already exist and for characters that will be coming um there's a little nod to uh, a, a bar that a certain uh uh old knuckle head frequents uh uh the princess bar um wolverine is known to to uh spend time there under his what alias alias uh patch that he goes I by i thought i saw zach efron go to the bathroom <laughs> not even in chest <laughs> um but i and i love like little things like the the trouble man shout out you know bringing that back in talking about Mar marvin gay uh, i love that they talk about marvin gay and we heard edith piaf in this episode too which was cool so like stuff like that like i i, I really enjoyed so yeah no jamie what were your thoughts i mean i agree with I, I agree a lot with what both of you have said so far um because I, my first note to myself is, are we really desperate enough to break Zemo out of prison? Because I, you know, I know it's like a classic plot thing, you know, like break your worst enemy out of prison because yeah. someone yeah. who can help you. I know it's like, so, and I, I get that it's like a fun thing to do, but I was just kind of like, and and I kept thinking like, we really have to do this in episode three, but then I was like, I guess that that is the halfway point. But still, I, I agree that it, it didn't, like I thought a lot of what happened after they broke him out was cool and all, but I yeah. don't. I don't really agree with how we got there. <laughs> I just like can't. But then with um, who was it that showed up at the end? Ao. Um, no, I think it, I think it was just one of the other um, uh, guards. I thought it was Aoki. Oh, uh, no, that's. I, I, uh, I don't remember her name. I, uh, I, no, it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not because that's Michonne from Walking. Yeah, yeah no, it's yeah. not her for sure. But yeah. I I couldn't remember the name of it. But then I But then I didn't know if like, did did they. Like is Bucky like working with them or are they? Well, there was a different guard uh, um, in Civil War, and then Aoki is the guard that we meet in Black Panther. So it it could be like any of the uh, any of Black Panther. No, but who guards, was the guard? Who was the guard in Civil War? I don't think they gave her a name. Uh, T'Challa said her name. I just I, I I forget it right now. I know I, I haven't I haven't watched it. Yeah. I, but either so, way, I was wondering if, like, if if they knew before that would be cool. I mean, if they brought the yeah, if they brought the guard back from Civil War, you know, that 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 would be cool. You know, it's it's just like how they're able to bring Sharon back into the fold. And I love that they brought Sharon back in, and I love like I mean, she got really screwed over out of everybody the, too. Like, That's nobody, a, nobody was looking out for Sharon. Yeah, <laughs> everybody else got got a get out of jail free card at yeah. the end of the day. Except yeah, for Sharon. And she's just out here taking like, on assassins every day. Like, oh, can you guys fight for my freedom, please? She's like, I haven't even seen my dad. Like, come on, dude. Sam gets to go see his sister and stuff. Like, Captain America's out by a lake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
I made a big deal. I made a big deal about uh, Tony Stark being a, a bad friend, but uh, all of the Avengers were bad friends to Sharon here. Yeah. I was protecting about Captain that, America about you Falcon, Winter Soldier. It's like, oh, you guys are all bad friends. That's what you yeah. guys are avenging. And they're kind of skipping Friendships. over the fact that Captain America made out with his the love of his life's niece, and that's how time like, travel gets weird, man. You know, like. Yeah, because well, that that gets weird in the comics too, doesn't it? I mean, I like so, yeah. that whole that whole thing was real weird in the yeah. comics. So, uh, <laughs> man, I gotta say, all right, hit mid. us, say it, mid. mid. This is mid, and I'm not falling for this mediocrity anymore. Like, it, like you know what this episode and this show feels like to be right now? It feels like you went to McDonald's and you got a ten piece nugget and you got home and you realize there's no sauce. Yeah, we're getting content, but there's no flavor. It's just bland. To Do you me. think that your opinion would change if they had released these three episodes at once? Uh, slightly. Like if you slightly. had, like if they went, if they gave you the Amazon special and gave you three right away, and then. You know the thing is that I, I like this morning because I wanted to make sure I just didn't attack this from the side without any basis but i just feel like it to me it just seems very run of the mill run of the mill marvel and like mid to their point like the actions not their not in the top two tiers of their action i feel like it's very except for the first episode with the the helicopter scene like the action in the past two episodes was not great it just looked like they were going through dance routines Oh, I don't. I, I thought this episode was much better than last episode. Yeah, better, like, but Bucky's still. like Bucky's whole fight scene in the in the club. I thought was, uh, was Agent good. Zero's bit. Uh, the the knife throw was cool. That, that was set up well. Agent now, you, you had the same stuntman who had all the tattoos come out from the left. I've seen him before. Like, it just seems better, very run of the mill. Um, like you know where they just have this factory where they know like okay, we're gonna use a like fight set B and that's what we got. And I feel it wasn't, it's not ambitious. And I feel like it's not like Chris, I said this to you last night where it feels like, you know, when they try to hit themes too, when it comes to the racial issues or anything like that, it's like they're plucking the strings but you're not hearing the guitar. And when it came to last episode, they tried to do some bait and switch where Bucky's the one who got arrested and it wasn't Sam cause that was what your expectation was. But that was corny yeah. and very corny. And I feel like what we're being set up for right now is when uh, Bucky's looking at that list and you see like Naoki or, or whatever that name is. And they're like, uh, he's like, oh, these are all the people that you wronged. And he's like, give me that back. You ever messed that up? I'm telling you right now, if they have that name be someone at Wakanda that he had a relationship with, I'm out. Like that is, that is going to be peak corny. No, I it, that is it, the, the vibe that I'm getting because all the names are the tone for, yeah, but I'm just saying like I think I think that name was the son of of his old friend. I, I feel like they're setting up some kind too. of relationship yeah. though. I feel like they're setting up some kind of like, relationship. So what if he had a relationship in Wakanda? Just, it it but like th these those are the things that they're going for in, in this show for hitting those themes. Well he I mean he he like it's clear how he he experienced growth when he was in Wakanda too. You know, like he, he mentioned it in one of the, the, the prior episodes. I think, yeah, his growth you know? as a, a person mentally is one of the strongest aspects of the show. 
Um, but if they, whenever they try to trust anything racial, like, I just feel like, like we said in the pre-show, if when they announced that they were going to include a gay character and it was just the Russo bro, um, and it was like showing, two seconds. It two was like seconds, this and they're like, like and there was, had a yeah, yeah. They had all these articles about like we're introducing a gay character. Yeah, and that makes you think like, and oh, okay, they, so like America, uh, America Chavez is going to show up, or like Speed or Wicked, no. or you know, like and, on Endgame. But like here, I, 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 on rewatch, I, I totally kind of started to understand more of the points that you and Griffin were were laying out in regards to the whole police interaction and how it was kind of like soft soft handed you know with dealing with that racist racist aspect but i i still kind of really appreciated what the spotlight they put on isaiah bradley you know mm -hmm. because that ties back into the tuskegee experiments yeah but is and... that all we're ever gonna see of him like are they yeah, i hope that and, like, and, is and that it because 100 percent. i don't think if, that's enough if that's it if that's all we see i'm gonna be very disappointed like i i really want to see um i don't know like i i know that old man cap showing up is like mephisto but <laughs> i i really think having like the last scene showing old man steve knock on isaiah's door and 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 steve is is coming to terms with the knowledge that he's been given that you know uh, a person of color had to pay for steve to become captain america and like the guilt that that's going to lay on steve and and what he will try to do to make amends for it i think is very interesting and yeah, we're at any of that that would be super interesting but marvel's not going to go there yeah, you don't think happening. so or not even not even I, not even a little a, bit that sounds awesome i would watch the yeah. hell out of that we're absolutely not going there that seems like that seems like a missed opportunity then. yeah like, why 100%. even introduce why even introduce isaiah bradley if you're not going to give him some sort of closure oh why indeed <laughs> because <laughs> that he young avengers merch is gonna sell yeah yeah i mean yeah. well i got super psyched about eli about seeing eli as you guys know <laughs> but like but but then the eyes yeah i thought the same thing i was like is that all the isaiah we're gonna get though and i i did feel like i don't feel like they delved deeply enough into uh the race relations but i feel like it's more than they've ever done before so it's like i was telling you guys before like when i first saw it i was like at least they're doing yeah. something but then when we all talked about it i was like i mean i guess they really did kind of just handle it with kick gloves and there was just like a, a little bit and that was it i don't want to like like weigh in too much more on this for myself uh as as a white man but uh i felt as a white man that that scene in particular with the police uh where they set up this interaction where they could talk more about the police and then sort of sell it out by having them arrest the white superhero. Uh, it kind of undermines the whole thing that they almost said. It like allows them to kind of gloss over the setup completely and not really address it. And we see Sam dealing with it, but we don't see like Bucky have to come to terms with that, that being part of the worldview. And like, we have a clear setup where Bucky should have had to realize that everything he's saying to Sam in that situation is nonsense. And that like- Well, yeah, Bucky didn't get it. Yeah, Bucky didn't get it. And it yeah. kind of makes sense historically for Bucky to not get it. Sure, sure. Uh, but like, we're not touching on that. We're not, that was an opportunity for them to really address 
Bucky's not understanding of racism. Yeah. Uh, and through that, we could have really gotten a better conversation about the entire topic. And like, they're, they're clearly not interested in engaging with it at that level. Yeah. No, yeah. no, I mean, like, I'm not expecting Lovecraft Country, but it's just a weird thing where they set this show up as kind of just like, this is, we're kind of like going to tackle these issues. And I was talking to my friend about this, where he said, you know, everyone's always like, oh, we want someone to talk about it. And then when someone raises their hand to talk about it, they're like, I'm going to make this bold move and do it. Everyone attacks them because it's, it's not what like they want to do. And I do want to applaud Marvel for at least broaching the topic, but at the same time, they just have so much power and ability and influence. It's, it, it's almost disheartening that they don't dig deep enough. Um, and it just feels like, like that, where it's like, you could have so many teaching moments with Bucky, like you guys were saying, but it's also, you, when you interject Wakanda, Wakanda purposely like isolated themselves from the world. They almost, like they, 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 they don't have like much say in these racial issues when you just isolate yourself from it, you know? And to include them, they're not gonna have a good say in this. And Bucky has been in this bubble of Wakanda all this time. So if anything, Sam should be teaching, you know, about this, not Marvin Gaye. I mean, I did appreciate that, but I just felt like it's very surface level and shallow. And I was very disappointed by it, but I don't know. Like, I especially like, when the story is so perfectly set up to yeah. directly head on deal with it. Like, that's why that the 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 truth comic is so good. Yeah, is that it does delve directly into this stuff, and it feels and, like they're just like. Yeah, and, every time and, they get near it. And Marvel was on record before, like the showrunner and 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 Fahey were on record before saying that this series was going to deal with that, you know, like, like deal with the racism yeah, inherent that's racism why I was in America. To say the, the gay and, if, thing and if people got racism. upset about it, then they just get upset and they have to deal with it. So go, it, it's kind of like uh, uh, Bettany when he was like, oh, you know, I can't wait to work with the best actor, you know, or like the Luke Skywalker moment that, you know, it's like you, you guys kind of tee this up and, and, and set these the expectations. expectations. Yeah. And then we're sitting there watching it and it's just this sort of like soft hand, you know, like watered down interaction with the police. If they, if they came out a year ago and they said like, get ready for the best buddy cop show you're ever going to see. It's I like would be like weapon meets, yeah. you know, you, yeah. you market it like, you know, like get ready for a lethal weapon every week. <laughs> dope. I've been a bit, I might've had different expectations, but I still think, I mean, like, the racial issues aside, I think the show is is fine. I just think mm -hmm. that it's okay. I, I'm not blown away by it. I'm not, and I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Even though I haven't watched it yet, I'm more excited for Invincible than I am this now. Yeah. Well, Invincible I is am. the best show on television. So <laughs> but you know, yeah, but I'm just saying, yeah, what I'm saying. Like, 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 so where I'm coming from, where I gave Invincible a seven for the first three episodes, I feel like where I'm at now with this is below that. Like, so, wait, why are they showing up to Ma Madripoor on the middle of a bridge and then they're met by a Mercedes? Yeah, that scene makes no then, damn sense. And then they're like escorted in with these motorbikes. You just spent in a minute doing this dumb introduction to this vibrant city and it was bland. You know what? But, but that part had some good commentary, I thought, from and, and, and Zemo of all people. 
you know, yeah, like I love talking about like, like black culture. And, you know, it's like such an American thing to think that a fashion forward yeah. African-American yeah. is just a pimp, you know? And then like when he was talking about Marvin Gaye and the Trouble Man, you know, like, I'm like, I yeah, and Zemo got it. <laughs> Zemo got it, you know, but Zemo got I, it and Sam was like, this that doesn't make it. me, that doesn't make me feel better. No, I get that. Because no, I get that. But it's, you know, it's just... Sam didn't even get to explain it. Yeah. If there was a, if there was a speedster on this episode, would that have, have helped? No, because Marvel doesn't do speedsters well. They so get, they take it out by bullets. I'm enjoying this. Like, I think it's fun, but I think I would have enjoyed it more if it had aired before WandaVision, like mm -hmm. it was actually supposed to, because I, I was thinking about this earlier, just that like, you know, because, because WandaVision did delve so deeply into, like they didn't turn Wanda into a yeah. as you know, and, and because they did all that character work, like, like if this had come first, I don't think I would have been expecting so mm -hmm. much. So yeah. I think I would have just taken this more at face value and like appreciated what I got maybe. But after after WandaVision coming first, this I'm kind of like, I just want you guys to to do more. But I, yeah. I do think it's fun. I am enjoying it. I just, I agree with what, what you guys are saying that they could- No, I, I totally agree. Cause like uh, in reading your article, you really get to see what they did um, with Wanda and like yeah. how, they didn't make her a trope like she was able to deal with her grief and like they they elevated that character at least that's what i yeah. i i, I no, took 100%. from your article and i feel like here it's just you've got sam like hitting very surface level beat notes like marvin gay uh mm -hmm. oh man that old cap i should probably do something about him in the next three episodes but demo yeah. uh yeah i'm fine with uh, hanging out with you this episode like it, it it's kind of like weird do you think a higher episode count could have yeah, helped at all help. like mm -hmm. like if this was a nine instead of yeah, a maybe. six episode count that could have helped with I maybe fleshing more, get more filler out. usually mm. uh and like this hasn't really had any filler at all this has been That's almost true. all plot and character work like we're uh even the scenes that are character work kind of move the plot forward you there there can be an argument that uh episode two had a little bit of filler in it but mm -hmm. even that kind of teed up the rest of the relationships and like that that set up the arcs that we're going to see play out for the next three episodes. Uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think a bigger episode count would fix this. I think mm. that our expectations for the product are the problem. Like, I think mm. this is a superhero show. Like, it's a it's a buddy cop, pretty cut and dry, not more than surface level fun time. And like at yeah. that, I think it exceeds really well. Totally. I'm just thinking like they have. There's a lot of. The, they're juggling a lot of balls right now, you know, like John Walker, Zemo. Yeah, we were talking about this last you night. You know, freaking uh, Madripoor, everything with the Flag Smashers, you know, and and but and uh, Bucky and Sam and I, I don't know, I maybe I I, I kind of just left them in place where maybe like two more episodes. It's just like we're down to three now, yeah, and it just feels like see how much we've gotten done. That's like, true. But like, uh, the, but the flag smashers aren't like. I don't care about I them have, at all. I don't care about them like, at all. I don't care I don't about feel, them. I was thinking. I don't really either, actually, at this point. Yeah. I like, don't I, care I, about I them at all. a big enough threat to justify the entire Zemo interaction, and I don't like how buddy buddy everyone is with Zemo so quickly. I'm just waiting for Zemo. He's gonna betray everybody. Like you know, and like that's just like. Kind of did in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he still uh, came back. But. What are your? Uh, I knew he was gonna yeah. pop dude in the head. <laughs> what are your? Uh, yeah. 
Do you have any predictions you guys want to have for the end, or the, for the next three episodes? What are you so thinking? So the, the plot threads, we got three plot threads in the air. It's really not that many because, like, the Madripoor is a setting. That doesn't really matter. They just went there. It's, it's yeah. like globetrotting spy stuff. Uh, we've got the power broker as the main focus with uh, everything else kind of playing into him. Uh, the flag smashers are trying to negotiate with him in some way. Uh, he wants the the vials of super ser- serum that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, we know from comics that John Walker ends up with powers because of the power broker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we know that now uh, Sam and Bucky are also hunting him. So I feel like everything ties together with the power broker pretty easily. I don't expect like there's not a whole lot of like threads about where they could possibly go. You can see, like, and you can see how, like, frustrated Walker's getting. So I can see him being like, I don't care. Give me the damn serum. I need need to get stuff done, and I can't do it without the serum. And he's going to really just, like, he's going to become, like, crazy. He's also, like, working, like, willing to work outside of that stuff where he's talking to Battlestar there about, like, uh, like, keeping it between them and, like, pursuing Mm -hmm. the idea that they broke him out of prison, uh, but not not reporting it and not not following structure for the they're they're part of the military they're supposed to be following i would assume some sort of chain of command and it yeah seems like he's and he's kind of go off on his own he's doing his own thing now i think sam's gonna get his captain america falcon uh i think he's gonna have embraced the man i mean he already started to embrace it at the end of the episode when he was talking to bucky so I, I think we we, we could Did definitely you think see. Think he started to embrace it. I felt like he didn't embrace it. He he no, was like he was like I'm gonna destroy it. Destroy it and I'll take it. that's true. That's true. Yeah, he's he's still not right. He still hasn't come to realizing that he needs to be the symbol. And I think yeah. that's something that I think can be relatable to is that you he can't see himself as the image of captain america and that may be a racial undertone that they explore or they don't (laughs) no and and like and and that's like like that's something i felt was really kind of like like hinted at in the first episode where it's like and, and it kind of made me think that that was why one of the reasons why sam didn't do it because sam thinks that you know america oh white america couldn't possibly process having a black captain america so we have to make you know white america feel all warm and fuzzy and give them their their cookie cutter version of their ideals of what they think captain america is rather than like steve picked sam for a reason sam represents the idea the ideals that are what captain america really stands for not what you know yeah america as a whole is let, let me let me back you up on this one so I'll put it this way. Um, I grew up in a predominantly white area. And when I was like up to like third grade, people would tell me like, you could never be president. Like that's, that's an old white guy thing. I would sit in class. We would have all the presidents around the ceiling of the, the room. And like other kids would tell me like, that can never be you. Like, so I never, so growing up to myself, I said to myself, oh man, there, there are levels to this. Like the highest I could reach is business person, but like, or maybe athlete, something like that. But I can never be president. So if that's something that they're going to broach with Sam's mentality, 
I think that would just, I would just burst with emotion because that is a topic that I grew up with. I know other people who, who had similar experiences and I feel like that would just make my heart gush. I don't know if they're gonna do that. I don't know if it's just gonna be more surface level stuff. Um, I hope they do because when I, when I hear you guys talk about that, when I see that, it just, it just makes me want to see that on screen. And I think where I'm at with this show is that like, and it's like what you said, Chris, it's, it's because they tease it up with these expectations and it's all their own fault because they say these things. Yeah. Um, so you put these expectations in people's head and they're let down. And I, and I feel like, you know, like when you say you have a gay character and all you do is just put them in for 10 seconds and then you say you're going to do this and you put them like you don't really attach it. I mean, really approach it. It's just disappointing. And we have so many people out there who are clamoring for like, you know, bring more inclusion, bring more diversity, bring representation um, matters, yeah, representation, yeah. like give me like the, the, the gay superhero, give me like a trans superhero, bring it on now. Like Disney, you, you want to be all powerful. Like you have the power to do it. You know, and, and they did like, they, they did it again too in guardians, uh, guardians of the galaxy too. Like Mantis is supposed to be part, um, part of the LGBTQ community. And it's like very slightly hinted at in their interaction with Drax. But I remember them like Gunn talking about it, and like you know the implication we're, we're, is we're, that we're gonna we're gonna break the mold. Yeah, that Mantis. You know, um, we're gonna have an LGBTQ character. And, you know, it's Mantis, and she's she's gay. And then it's just it's her just kind of shooting Drax down, but with like a really veiled like like. Uh, implicate like it's implied not but it's okay to have captain america have his relationship with sharon carter and all that nonsense but you can't even like mention another kind of relationship like that's where i'm at with it um i don't want to go too long on this podcast for this episode because like we said there's not too much to talk about but i uh i do hope that this show does a little bit more because where i'm at right now i'm at i'm at like a i'm kind of just like i said it's okay. Um, I thought I just expected more from it, and now it's just Especially like a run-of-the-mill the action. Too. Yeah, like the, the comics are the Marvel comics are so progressive. Like there's the you know like think of all the 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 LGBTQ uh, characters that, that are out there. Think of all the times that you know they've the people of color. Um, Miles Morales, you know Sam Wilson becoming Captain America, uh, Jane Foster becoming Thor. You know like so them sort of dialing it back in the live action i'm like really guys why yeah. like I no mean, i mean they don't they don't want to upset that bottom line but all right but the bottom line is like i feel like there's more people that think like like we're the majority you know mm-hmm. i feel like people that are closed-minded um who who, who are racist who are are prejudiced against lgbtq you know the, they're the minority you know, like but they're a very vocal minority. That's true. No, no, that, that's true. That's that's very true, Jamie. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, we'll we'll see what they do. Do you? Does anyone have any other final thoughts before we go? I I, I do think that the character arc you're talking about in Sam is almost a hundred percent where this ends. Okay. My my concern is how well they actually engage with yeah. it, because okay. like they are doing it that that kind of uh background like that that's definitely where where sam's head's at and like 
that is kind of why we're we're seeing Isaiah and why we we had the banks like we're they are setting the scene for uh an America that isn't as actively accepting as it pretends to be uh mm. with all these systemic inequalities uh and Sam is supposed to be our window to that my problem is that I just don't think that they're pulling it off well yeah because I like didn't I, I don't see that like the way yeah. it should be and like I think the show ends with Sam as Captain America and I hope the show ends with Sam as Captain America throwing the shield at some KKK boys <laughs> uh, like I, I would love if that was like the last sequence was just him swooping down to like a KKK meeting as black <laughs> Captain America and messing them all up that would be a great place to leave this series yeah dude like like as him fully assuming the role and what it means and being that symbol and then directly confronting the people who were who were instrumental in, in pushing the idea that he couldn't be that symbol and then just hitting them i would love yeah. that oh, <laughs> i would love that too man that would be gold like, like, like i said I'm, what was it? I'm not expecting lovecraft country you know not right. everyone's gonna do totally. that totally but like we could go like need 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 us like they, i feel like lovecraft country went full send and marvel just was give just me like, a half oh, send what? yeah like just give me like a quarter send just a little bit like just, <laughs> Give me a little gas. Give me, give me, hit that thing a little bit, you know? <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at with it. Um, I mean, like last night we were watching it and I was just, I like, we're getting halfway through it. You can kind of see, I'm starting to get bored with it. I'm like, I'm starting to tone Chris. I can't wait for Loki. <laughs> you know, like, what, yeah, after this, watching I mean, it. I am the, most excited for Loki. I'm so pumped for Loki. <laughs> watching in the watch party and then watching, it, watching on, it. What are your thoughts on Captain America? The, uh, I mean, Cap, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I can't wait for Loki. For Loki. <laughs> <laughs> but w watching it in the watch party and then watching it alone is a different experience because I'm watching it by myself and I'm like, yo, I missed like A, B, C, D, like dial <laughs> just dialogue points that I'm like, oh, damn, I'm glad I'm watching this again. Yeah, I mean, I watched it 2.5 times and then the second, like, the point five time, I was just like, I'm out. Um, <laughs> we're going to wrap this episode up. Let us know in the comments what you think about this show, about this season, expectations, or are you more excited for Loki? Um, and until the next time, guys, well, we'll see you soon.